0: Episode 63 of Board Games with Variant Hex is all about the Board Game Geek Gen Con Preview Wrap-Up. I'm Kelly, and in this episode, I'm joined by the entire Variant Hex gang as we talk about some late additions to the list, demo games, and what games we'd pick if we had $500 to spend. Recording with everyone is more fun and a little more chaotic, and this leads to a very long finale for this list. And then Secrets, it's not really the finale. Adam and I are going to have a lightning round where we go over almost 100 more games that have been added to this list without further ado i'll turn it over to all of us talking about the gen con preview list
1: start off with high fantasy it came up in the other episode what is high fantasy right oh yeah let's start there and address that my understanding of high fantasy correct me if i'm wrong is the best analogy i can make is with Comic books. Uh mm. DC, like Batman. Okay. Batman, it's it's fantastical, right? It's not real. Yeah. There are exaggerated characters. Marvel is like aliens and superheroes oh. and dragons. Like it is the high fantasy means the exaggeration is so extreme that there is less and less to do with actual real world stuff. Or like Batman's kind of like, well, it could happen, or it's very close to maybe some real world thing.
2: Okay. The higher the
1: fantasy the bigger the extremes are of everything. Okay. I always
2: thought that just high fantasy was Dungeons and Dragons.
1: That's yes, because okay. dragons, elves, things like that are very far removed from real world things. And, like
0: and the magic all... that they're using. like they're, It's not just like, yeah. oh, I've become a very strong guy like Batman and I've taken this hole and I have all this money and resources. But it's like, oh, I actually shoot fire through some sort right. of, yes, okay.
3: And then even Superman, I mean... He's from Krypton. That's the only sort of alien thing there. So he—that's still like trending towards normal fantasy. Oh,
0: but is can you call that normal fantasy if it's a, like an alien kind of?
3: Great
1: question. Now we're okay. getting into well, check. becoming a comic book podcast, and I, I, we're going to have to regulate ourselves <laughs> at some point Hang on. On when we cut this off. So I don't have all the answers. That's just that's kind of go to like Batman versus yes. the X Men and how the difference is.
2: Right. But then you know how like sometimes like superheroes, the, like something will happen. They'll get drugged, or Superman might have an adverse reaction to like a a weird color of, of kryptonite and then he's like tripping real hard is that high fantasy
0: oh uh, uh, we uh. just all went on a little hike didn't we mm-hmm. a little walk together
2: anyway board games, anyway
0: huh? we are at the end of the gen con 2022 preview we've gone through the entire list and now we're circling back to a few that were added since we started There's probably going to be even more added, and that's upsetting, but there's nothing we can do about that. Then we're going to hit the demo games just a little bit, and then we're each going to give our list for, if we had $500, I don't know, supermarket sweep, old-school contest Mm. sort of way, run through there, $500 to spend, get whatever you want. Smack
2: people out of the way. Exactly.
0: What would our picks be? So we're going to start with the games that have been added since we started. The first publisher there is... Amigo, and we have Dice Hunters of Therion and Saboteur the Dark Cave. Go. I'm
1: very excited about Dice Hunters of Therion. Yes. Uh, It's my boy uh, Richie G showing back up making a game. So, Mm. uh, Mm. as for me in my house, you know, we do like to play Richard Garfield games. (laughs) So, we will continue to do so. Yeah, you use dice
0: to be a hero, defeat villains, and gain rewards. It's only $25. It's two to four players, 30 minute playtime. Dice rolling, die. Icon, Resolution, and Dice. So, like, it's in the title, it's in all the tags. Get ready for Dice. It's not on the cover. No, there's no Dice on the cover. And I think that's probably nice. The Hunters <laughs> of Therion are really the ones on the cover. It's got, like, a uh, three different characters there.
3: Yeah, like a goat and an eagle. I would or say... Like a marmoset or something. A
0: marmoset? <laughs> I don't know a, what that is. A fox?
2: Yeah, a marmoset. There'd be days like this.
0: I think we're getting into high fantasy on this cover, though, right? Ah, uh, you know what way, way that, to bring it way to bring it back around. Yeah, it was on, so. it was on theme the whole time. Turns out, and Saboteur: The Dark Cave, two to eight players, forty five minute play time, fifteen dollars MSRP. There's been a lot of Saboteur games. It just says now escape the mine because I guess they figure if you're buying this one, you probably have the other ones. It's a bluffing card game.
3: Oh, I think this is a game we probably shouldn't play together, but I would like. The,
0: I don't think
1: it's
3: that fun. I played a
0: bunch oh, of others, this. The um, other Saboteurs. In the
1: pandemic online oh, (laughs) and just it's it's only okay honestly i think it's just an only okay game all of it yeah there's certain people that are wanting you to find this gold and certain people that like you don't that don't want the gold to get found so like it's just i don't know it's fine
0: it says it's a standalone sequel because yeah you are usually finding the gold and in this it's meant to be like and now you have to get out after you found the gold so there's spider webs monsters and, of course, the other sa- the saboteurs make your life miserable.
1: The most fun part is saying saboteur, I think, <laughs> I think. Saboteur. Being
0: able to shout that. Yeah. We're moving on to BA Games and Cult of the Deep. Four to eight players, $45 MSRP. Cultists from hidden factions fight for control of the cult and ultimate power.
3: Is this Call of Cthulhu related? I feel like you have to watch what you play this with, right? Why? Well, I, I mean
2: because they might not join your cult.
3: I mean, yeah, I mean I was just really meant to be like a don't join the cult kind of
1: vibe.
3: Oh. Like with
1: The game does have a cool thing that I like where so it's a it looks like there's an elimination factor to it. So people get eliminated oh. while playing, but if you're eliminated, you just become a wraith or a villain of some sort. That's and nice. I think it's kind of oh. a fun way to still keep the elimination going without someone like, okay, go sit in the other room for yeah. 45 right. minutes. Yeah. Right.
0: You wait you, know, you wait over there.
2: Up. Yeah, very Blood on the Clock Tower-esque, sort yeah. of. You're still in on the whole shenanigans. Yeah. I think
3: it'd be cool if the games in the genre of One Night as a Werewolf ha- had a mechanic where if you were out, you still got to contribute. That's what
0: Jason's talking like, about.
2: Like Blood on the Clock Tower.
0: Little do you know. Oh, I know. It's and and
2: other advantage. versions
1: of Werewolf do have that. For
0: where you can kind of... Oh, do other that. stuff.
2: Yours for only $120. Exactly. Blood on the Clock Tower.
0: Or you could just get this Cold of the Deep and hope that it's $45.
2: $45 and you get to play the whole game?
0: It looks like (sighs) it has metal coins and shiny dice. For $45? There's not much else in there. Well. Uh, That's pretty much it. Give
2: him $45. I'll take metal coins all day long. They just, uh, the game could suck, but they just feel so nice. Yeah,
0: yeah. Bézier Games, w- and a lot of these publishers, we have talked about before, but they've just added another game. And that is the case here with Sink or Swim. Three hmm. to six players, $25 MSRP. You complete card-based, synchronized swimming routines accurately and quickly.
3: This seems hard.
0: I don't know if it seems good. I, I looked at it. Hanabi in the water, right? You have to play in the water. If it's not a waterproof game, then they have oh. missed the it mark. Be.
3: It's not a chip theory
2: game.
0: Oh. Okay. It says
3: sink or swim. It's sort of like play this game or go swimming. It's oh, it not looks waterproof. Like you have to use it,
0: your phone, maybe.
2: It it is yeah, it is worth saying though, the sink is S Y N C.
0: Yes. Didn't notice good point. No. It's a pun. Aha. It's a pun. It looked No, you it, can't
2: play it in a pool. It looked cute on on the level of like a more complicated uh not mechanically, but it's On the level of like uh, how get bit is cute.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it does look nice. And water-based.
2: It is
3: also (laughs) water-based. Except in this case, you're being chased by a shark and not swimming in unison with some other person. Yeah. Or synchrony, I guess.
2: In fact, in get bit, you don't want to swim in in synchronicity. No. In fact, it's very opposite. That is the optimal way to get bit is just synchronously swim.
0: And unlike Get Bit, this is cooperative. I don't know that there's a ton of like big cooperative party games or am I like teams? Yes. But I don't know. There's a lot of big cooperative party games.
3: We did a at, we had a work party where we played that game with a little spinner dial and, and the game and the name of the game is actually escaping me right now which is sad.
0: Oh
2: um, the one where you do the percentages?
3: Yeah. Well no, you're we, like guess where the the, the yeah. wavelength. wavelength. Wavelength? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. How about that? We played wavelength at work and then we the way we played it we played it on an app and the implementation was 100% team based so there wasn't 100% co-op. Oh. So there were no teams. It was we just, just everyone got to vote and then having a good time. Yeah,
0: it was, it was fun. Oh, that sounds right. nice. Yeah. So it's, there are cooperative ones, but then there's not really a sense of winning or losing maybe.
3: Yeah, yeah. There was like a, it was like, can your team
0: get this many points in five rounds? Oh, okay. Number of rounds. All right. Yeah. Okay. And big potato games usually does lots of party games. Their first one looks to be exactly that. Sounds fishy. That's the name of the game. Mm-hmm. It's not a judgment four to 10 players, $20 MSRP. It's a fast thinking truth and lies question game. So you're betting and bluffing. It's a player judge. It's a party game. So it could be apples to apples esque with those sort of tags on it. Nothing hmm. to
2: say there. That sounds fishy. Yep. Uh,
0: yeah, it does. I,
2: I, I want to say, I want to feel like that that genre is, it's gotta be close to being played out. Cause you've got red flags, abandoned, so not abandoned, uh, uh, Crabs against apples to apples. It doesn't
0: seem like people are ready to stop. And, like, there's just all these little variations that make it slightly different. And I think there must be either a group of people that buys all of them or is, like, holding out to buy the one that fits, like, oh, finally one with fish. Thank you. I I
2: swear to God, if I go to your party and you ask me to play Cards Against Humanity, I will probably do it because I'm a nice guy. But I won't enjoy it.
0: I will politely decline, but firmly. I think Aaron's also going to play. I
3: I mean, I'll play the game.
0: Right. Do you play cards against humanity, Adam?
3: Yeah,
1: I'll play the game. But I. really, I'm just playing a separate game when I play that game, which is just like, because I'm going to get cards I'm never going to play. And then I'm just going to be playing judge the people based on the cards they play and sure. form very strong opinions <laughs> Taking notes how they were raised <laughs> and life decisions they've made to think it's okay, yeah. you know, based on the things
3: they do. So
2: It, it really, yeah. It's a weird little
0: sociology I an, experiment.
3: I have an incriminating past in this space, so I don't like to really talk
0: about it. And this. we are not going to do that on oh. this podcast oh. either. We're going to move on to USPS, the that Great American Male fishy. Race. Oh, oh. It sure was. <laughs> uh, two to four players score the most points to be crowned Male Carrier of the Century. MSRP $30. I can't wait. Can't wait to be Male Carrier of the Century.
2: Uh, it, uh, I've only seen the box art. The box art looks good, I think, uh, given the... Some government entity put together helped with the Parks game, and that turned yeah. out pretty good. Yeah, I have I have surprisingly high hopes for this. I think it's thirty oh, bucks
0: MSRP. There is the most awesome. adorable little stamp, like mail stamp I that comes with that. it. And yeah. gosh,
2: I just I hope it's dry erase. It has to be like it's a dry, It's well, got to be a dry it's erase like stamp. It, or. If-
0: Maybe it's just, like, paper that you tear off.
2: It could be that as well. Yeah,
0: yeah. It has a little mail truck that holds cubes. There was a different game, oh, Switch and Signal, that Adam and I were talking about, where, like, the train holds the regular cube. We've got a little car holding cubes here. Like, I am unusually excited about this game. It's a theme that seems
2: like we're making all these games about trains, but it really delivering packages seems like a perfectly valid mechanic for a yeah, game to be absolutely. built around absolutely
0: zillionaires road trip usa i'm out it's one a,
2: percenters nope no, it's thank apparently
0: you. the third edition oh it was originally yeah from 2014 so two to five players 45 minute playtime 25 dollars msrp quite affordable Brinkmanship, bidding, and savvy chip placement win this four-in-a-row easy auction game. So is it Connect Four Auction?
3: No, I, you know what? can't be. I, I, I kind of want to play Connect Four auction. Yeah. I kind of like alternate games of Connect Four. There's the basketball Connect Four at the arcade. We have this little Connect Four shots game where you bounce little plastic balls into a Connect Four game with a backboard. It's pretty fun. You know, I'm 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 down for it. And now, if there's an auction involved.
0: Now, that looks nothing like this. And when you click through, it takes you to Zillionaires on Mars, which I guess is the original title. I guess they brought it back to Earth. Does it look similar at all? It looks like bingo.
2: So, does it look at all like uh, Cursed Court?
0: No, Okay. it looks like bingo down to like the uh, oh. translucent plastic chips that you put over numbers. Oh, like delightful. that's that's what I'm seeing here. It looks like, but just one bingo board. So you see a group of people around one bingo board and just number tiles around that. So yeah, it looks like you only have one bingo card left and you've decided to all play a game on that one card. There's zones that give you different payouts for your betting and it's had a few different titles that another one's called the game of 49 huh so you know that it looks fine but it de- it definitely looks more like a parker brothers yeah. milton bradley there's kind a kind of a vibe yeah so moving on to boardgametables.com they have dandelions two to three players 20 dollar msrp dandelions try to plant the most seeds across a variety of beautiful gardens they sure do yeah, that seems accurate. It, I mean, it seems kind of delightful. It looks nice. The cover art really? is very soothing.
2: Uh, uh, games where plants propagate. Generally fun. Always soothing 100% of the time. Photosynthesis.
0: Oh, yeah. Nice trees. Uh,
2: other Re-nature. Less, uh, it's mostly you. Uh, no, there are plants in there. We'll go with it. Yeah.
1: I'm always glad to see dandelions getting a little respect as well. Um, people tend to not like dandelions by rule. Yeah. But... In general, it's very important. They're one of the uh, the first plants to uh, get out of the ground, so pollinators. It's like their first source of food oh. post winter. Yeah, so it's really well, good. Well, that's making for me feel way
0: better about them. Well, there's a whole uh, yeah.
2: movement now. That it's weird that this game is making this bring. There's like a don't uh, no mow May or something like that, where you don't mow your yard in the month of May.
0: Yeah, i I can be behind that.
2: Yeah, and it's yeah. just to let like clover and dandelion grow for a month to get pollinators. Food, yeah, and
0: one I'm gonna, do chore. It next,
3: I'm gonna do it next month.
0: Now, I, mean, I, mean, I don't think next it's a year, thing. <laughs> is what I meant to say, <laughs> I don't think it's a thing that's probably sponsored by Aaron, Are by you on HOAs? No Mo July right now?
3: I'm <laughs> in I mean, actually No Mo July just by virtue of being no hot rain and it being yeah, hot. yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, the next title is Psychic Pizza Deliverers Go to the Ghost Town. What? It definitely feels like something that was translated. Oh, yeah, it does look like... Yeah, it does look like it was. It was originally released in 2018. This is still BoardGameTables.com. Three to five players, 30 to 45 minutes, $40 MSRP. You are using psychic powers to deduce where to deliver the pizza and avoid the ghosts. I don't know
2: it. I haven't looked at this game at all. I didn't know it existed until you said those words. It sounds... <laughs> yeah,
0: I think
3: what's interesting is that they they're asking you to avoid ghosts, but they've made a game where you deliver pizza to a ghost town. Like I feel that's like
0: the challenge. Yeah, they're everywhere; it's
2: their whole town. But they want pizza
3: in the parlance. Like, do do other people live in the ghost town? It's just like that. who's getting the pizza?
0: I'm guessing other people live in the ghost town. Housing prices are crazy. Sometimes you gotta live <laughs> in a ghost town. You just gotta go. You know, I need three bedrooms. What am I supposed to do? Rent forever?
3: Tom's got the back one. Tom's the ghost. In case. Is that your go-to ghost name, Aaron? I just, It was today. Tom. Okay.
0: Mm. It's ages 10 plus. It does look very like cartoony and approachable, and it's not complex. It's like a, it says modular board, but it's just like a little grid-based board.
2: Well, it sounds ridiculous, and I love it.
0: Up next, Capstone Games. Okay. What we have left over from them is Rift Force Beyond. So the two-player game Rift Force, which Aaron, you and I have this. We do. This is an expansion for it. This plays one to four players. I and Ooh. You go beyond the Rift solo or as a team with new powerful guilds. So it's $25, oh. 20, 30-minute playtime. Um, I that, think otherwise kind of the same mechanics. I think it'd be were. pretty
3: fun as teams. I would be down for that. I didn't yeah. realize it was like accomplished being more than two players by doing teams. That's pretty fun.
0: Yeah, because then the regular Rift Force it's a two player game, one against one. You sit on opposite sides of the Rift, and you're kind of playing your cards on your side. The other person is playing them on theirs, and you're attacking the cards across the other side. And you're trying to get the most points that way.
3: I, I think that's it's. It, I think it's a really really fun game. I don't think I'm exactly that good at it, but I really enjoy playing it. And
0: we haven't played it too much. A game like that, there are different. Factions. So I think until you kind of played a lot with different factions against one another and you get a sense for it, it'd be hard to, uh, really feel like, you know, you're doing the best. You've really mastered it. Devere. We have three games to add for them. The first one, gosh, if anyone else could pronounce this, that would be great.
1: Home sweet home.
0: Oh, Oh, cause you guys don't know which one I'm doing next. You know what? Lacrimosa. Lacrimosa.
1: La- oh uh, yeah. I'm going to go with lacrimosa. Oh, it's like sadness. Yeah.
0: It's sadness. That's
1: what lacrimosa. Oh, it looks sad. Oh, gosh.
0: This says participate in the completion of Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart's last piece, The Requiem.
2: Oh, yeah. That's a real sad song.
0: One to four players. Bit of a bummer. $80 MSRP. So you can pay $80. I don't
1: know. Then you'll be sad because you don't
3: have eighty dollars. So. First,
0: yeah. I don't know that. First though. it
3: looks. Pr- I mean, it looks very sad and pretty. I would honestly probably dig that. I didn't see this; otherwise, it would have been on my list.
0: Spoilers. It's not it is. Out. Yeah, yeah there's still either. time. I yeah. mean, it it might still show up on Aaron's. You know, I gotta fit eighty dollars back in, though. That's tough. It's a long. It's kind of a long game. Yeah. Otherwise, it's gonna release in October if you don't get it at Gen Con.
3: Deck construction, endgame bonuses, movement points, and open drafting.
0: There are no photos on Board Game Geek for this one.
2: It doesn't exist.
0: Well, I, I think it does exist. And it says you'll play in two different timelines, the present and the past. In the present, you commission the missing parts of the Requiem from other composers. When developing past events, the game will play in five epochs. Listen, it does sound like a lot going on. It, it seems like you're playing this after he's dead. Participate in the completion of his last piece, so I'm no historian. I'm guessing that's what he was writing when he died.
3: Yeah, I did watch Amadeus every year in school.
0: Oh, you know what? In the description, if you start at the top, it says, Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart is dead. Like, that's the first line of the description on Board Game Geek. So, uh, yes, yes. I don't know. Is that just, like, an historical fact?
3: Like, we all know that. Yeah.
0: Well, it says his last conscious action on his deathbed was composing the lacrimosa movement of his opus Requiem. I mean, yeah, it's heavy. There's a board (sighs) game, or not a board game, a video game. What is that called? That was on PlayStation that I want to think had like the same theme. It was like a composer who was dying and you're on his deathbed and you're kind of like, I think you're like going into his imagination. Gosh, if I remember it, I will put it in the notes. It wasn't as much of a bummer. As it sounds. It was it was a nice game.
1: All right. I like that they have to say his last conscious action. Yeah. Like, they didn't want to list the unconscious screaming that he did <laughs> at the end of his life. But just that <laughs> last conscious
0: action. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he wasn't conscious for
3: that bit. Mm. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: Moving on to two Mayscape games. They're both one player. Both 50-minute playtime. And Mayscape Cryo-C and Mayscape Hypnos. Okay. Um, and base they don't really there's not a quicker description for both of them they say the solitaire game with the hardest labyrinths that defy logic oh but it looks like the hypnose is for kids it so that does. one's six plus and the regular one is eight plus so i mean still children i would think and they're just $10 each.
2: I don't know anything about these games. Are they... You go through a maze? Elaborate. I... Sure. Yeah,
0: I uh, think so.
2: So as, as, a, as a kid, I watched my oldest brother play Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. And anyone who's played that game knows that there's a little maze that you can go through at one point on the overworld map. I think you pay so many rupees to go through this maze. And you get a heart piece if you go all the way through the maze. As a kid, I was really into mazes because I liked simple challenges that were impossible to lose, I guess. I remember watching this and thinking that that's going to be a major part of this game that, like, Link to the Past is just going to be mazes as far as the eye can see. And, like, so the first time I got to make a, uh, a character. You know, make my own save file. I named it like Maze Master <laughs> was the name of the Sefa. file. And then there was just, no. That's the only. That's the only maze that was there was that one. And it's just. Uh,
0: did you you mastered it though? Yeah. Okay. Okay.
3: Yeah. Okay. Did, did you start at the end? That's how I do it.
2: Uh, no, I, I I left one hand on the. I, I left my left hand on the wall.
3: Oh sure sure sure
2: yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, cause you just keep turning one way until you get out. Yeah. Yeah 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 maze tricks i wonder if that works in mayscape hard to say um oh you know what i'm going to interject which may or may not end up still in the recording that we ordered food and at some point the uh, our doorbell is the tetris theme yeah so at some point the tetris theme might start playing in the background that's just uh that's just an fyi up next yep. Direwolf uh with dune imperium rise of ix
2: that's high. Yeah. That's a high fantasy name, Direwolf, with a high sci-fi Something. intellectual property.
0: It's one uh-huh. to four players, uh, sixty to one hundred and twenty minute playtime, MSRP of forty dollars. Dreadnoughts, Ixian technology, and new leaders expand the award-winning Dune Imperium.
2: So it's a, it, it is an expansion.
0: Yes, yes, this is an expansion. Sure. It looks.
3: The cover looks pretty. That's what I'll say. I don't know how much I care about a Dune expansion, but it, uh, it looks very pretty.
0: Oh, people like the game. I, I haven't played it. Do they ever? It's ranked 15 overall right now on Board Game Geek. Ooh. Thematic eight, Ooh. strategy 13. Yeah. So yeah, they they really like it.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it, and this is not. This is like the this is Dune Imperium. It's not Dune like the old, very rough and ready, just basic Dune game right i
0: no i don't yeah i think this is the new thing okay
2: yeah Yeah. because they i mean they did reskin it was very confusing because i I felt like they had just done a new edition of the old dune that had been out forever and then they did dune imperium and i had a hard time telling when people were talking about one versus the other
0: yeah 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 and it seems like now the way we'll tell is the good one
2: yeah, it does seem like one of them people really like. It,
0: it was nominated for and won quite a few different awards uh, huh. over the last couple years. So, yeah, Golden Geek nominee and winner. It was the Kinderspiel des Yaris nominee, among other things. So, yeah, Good. very popular.
2: I'll give it a try at some point. Maybe this newfangled expansion.
0: This is the pause because they didn't ring the doorbell. The food's outside.
2: Da, 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 da.
0: I actually can't hear it. I like that you guys are not singing yet. No, it didn't go off. They no. just left it. They didn't ring the doorbell. Oh,
1: okay. Oh,
0: okay. Oh, he still might not be able to hear it. So we have three from Dragon Dawn Productions. First of which is Factory 42. Two to five players. 90 to 120 minute playtime. There's not a price listed for this one. It's yeah. a Euro-style board game for two to five players of Marx... Marxistic dwarves in a steampunk factory. There it is.
2: I feel like that's... Commie, commie dwarves? Dwar- <laughs> ca- commie dwarves? Surprisingly <laughs> difficult to say. There's a cube tower. It uh, The cover, because uh, there was no price, so I sort of skipped over it. Uh, the cover did look intriguing for me.
0: Yeah, it yeah, is. It agreed. is stylized in the way that you would expect.
3: I, I don't think pedantic is like the thing we're going for, but I think marxistic is not the word. I think it's just Marxist.
0: I'm glad you pronounced
3: it, though. I was not going to get there.
0: I believe
2: you are correct, sir. Yeah.
3: They've made an what adjective if, out of an adjective.
2: What if it? What if it is just a different word? Well, what if then, like I'm a fool. Yeah, now I'm wondering if oh, there's like a like whole... like the Marx
3: Brothers. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Groucho. <laughs> yeah. It's way different. Harpo, when they're the in a steampunk factory, it's all fun and games.
1: Right. <laughs> it's all horse feathers then. Yeah. It's a Marx Brothers movie.
2: It, so, so wait, so it's called Factory 42. Yeah. And it's about dwarves. Yeah. That are communists.
0: This is correct. You are okay. fulfilling government contracts, you know, managing your resources to do so. It says for the greater good edition... I'm thinking that's the only edition, though. I don't think that's actually like a uh, Interesting. special edition. I'm What's
1: definitely 42. Gonna... Do you know the reference for 42?
2: Is the answer oh, to the question. Of, well,
1: I know that part, but what does it have to do with Marxisticness? I'm I not have no seeing idea.
0: anything in the description that would tell us. Well, for $40. Oh, okay. it, it, it is a long description, though. So, you know.
2: It's, it's one that, just given what we've seen, I'm probably going to check out the table. Like, I might sit through a demo of it just to understand
0: why. It says it's a cutthroat competitive game with elements of cooperation and deals involving economics, fantasy, industry, and negotiation with a pinch of satire, but not too much to make it a humor game. Take your giggles elsewhere. Yeah. There's serious
3: dwarves. (laughs) Yeah. There's elements of uh, pre-World War II Prussian decor.
0: That's very specific. Ah,
3: finally. (laughs) Yeah.
0: All right, and next is an expansion for a game I've never heard of. Grey Eminence, Year of Chaos. It is a three to six player game. Again, no price for this one. No rule changes, but just more of the... Yeah, I don't know what's going on here.
2: It's more of a game that I haven't played.
0: It is uh, It's not Action a particularly Q... colorful game. No, Action Q, auction bidding, and bluffing.
2: It sounds like a game that Aaron and Adam would enjoy. Yeah,
1: we like to bluff. That's true.
0: I'm looking to see the description says... Actually, I
1: don't wink
0: ha. <laughs> the good the bad and the ugly of 2020 the year the hits just keep on coming not since the war years has the world had to work so hard to find succor succor. s-u-c-c-o-r it sounds like they're trying
3: it's somewhat poetic or maybe you're just reading it very nicely
0: ah i'm just reading what's here i do not understand what's happening but perhaps you have the base game and you are excited
2: I was that word that you were struggling to pronounce I don't know that I know the correct pron- pronunciation but every time I've seen it because it's like it just comes up in like fantasy settings okay always uncomfortable it's just an uncomfortable looking word
0: assistance and support in times of hardship and distress
3: well that's not five letters I'd missed that in the wordle.
0: <laughs> it's six I was trying to do the little pronunciation but I my uh my sounds off uh, it was just gonna be a voice that said it for us ah. anyways moving on to may show in orkney saga it's one to two players it is a gritty hand management card game of survival for one to two players yeah. it's a cooperative hand management card game medieval i like we get a lot of two-player games i don't want this <laughs> if we're it, judging listen, books we're by covers a you know game and it's just not it's not it's not, it's not no it's, it's not, not rising up. it's not rising up for me
1: yeah i i, I agree. the board is a small board and it just has hearts and geese, right?
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on. And that an Orkney, an Orkney saga. I don't know what that saga is. So perhaps if I did, I'd be a little more interested here.
2: I think, is it Orkney? Ooh, it sure is. Please. I think that's an island somewhere. Oh, in, I'm gonna make a lot of people really angry. I want to say it's in. Like in sure. or in, the, in the UK, the Orkney mm, Islands? Nothing
0: here is helping us understand where they might be.
2: Yeah, and, and well, and that's the thing is like in, in my head, I was like, yeah.
0: There is some gently disturbing Are you of art. The, the Cockney Islands? That's the dialect, right? There's
1: they some... reference an earl in the description. So I think, Jason, you're on, because
3: earls, mm, but uh, is, does any other area, area have earls? I mean, only the ones that were, you know, conquered.
2: There was an NBC sitcom wow. called My Name is Earl.
1: Right, Jason Lee was also an Earl, yeah. but that is different. Uh, yes. there was there
2: was there was nothing on the cover that spoke to me. It was enough to make me pause and look at the cover for a while, but I didn't care enough to find out anything more about the game. Uh, in in fact, I'm a little disappointed when because I in my head I associated like Orkney with UK British or something like that. I thought it was going to be like a Euro style board game, and now that you're telling me it's a a if it's a one-to-two-player player co- it's a one-player game. So
0: there's an Orkney Igna Saga, and a, maybe this is a historical fact. Someone broke into the tomb of May Show. I could be saying that wrong. Could have been this whole sure. time. In AD 1150, and then it's talking about people sheltering there during a snowstorm. Two people went mad. Anyways, it does list on Board Game Geek that that is uh, Scotland. Ah, sure, Oh,
2: interesting. Well, that's like, the
0: kind of context that Adam and I were not bringing to this podcast in any is, of the previous episodes.
2: That is a lot of a lot of context for a game that I'm never
0: going to play. Yeah, yeah.
1: I was going to say, it sounds like nose all around here.
2: <laughs> sounds so, like nose yeah, all around. We're going to just another uh, one for that. keep
0: on rolling to Strange Machine Games uh, and Ogre Sandwich. Ogre Sandwich? Two to four, 15 to 30 minute playtime, $30 MSRP. All right. Ogre Sandwich, a game about ogre chefs making sandwiches because you just you don't have to overthink it every time
3: i i definitely want to demo it while we're there I, I i can't imagine buying that game now
0: it's eight ages eight plus it says it's a children's game about stacking and balancing are there
3: more children's games this sh- i don't feel like i remember seeing a bunch of children's
0: we games last year are we just for looking them. for them
2: yeah uh there's usually a section there that's gonna have like a bunch of children's not a yeah. bunch but like they they they're there
0: it looks like a silly stacking game. There's exactly one picture at this point on Board Game Geek. And it's like cardboard uh, pieces as well as wooden tokens that are all kind of being stacked up between two pieces of bread. And someone, there's a disembodied thumbs up behind it. So we know it's yep. good. One of the old episodes, we talked about organomics, which was like, I think, a orc business or something like that. Yep. Ooh, this yeah. feels. I know orcs aren't ogres, but I don't know. There's a there's a camaraderie there. I think that this feels like it's thematically similar to that. And there was a, fantasy, a, a cryptic cafe game too. They,
2: so. so so there is yeah. a thing that, uh, that Yena, uh, my fiance, has, has pointed out several. Th- for the listeners, I know you guys all know. Pointed out about Gen Con, and that's that generally every year there will be a sort of theme that you'll sort of notice arise. Oh, okay. I wonder if this year the sort of theme that no one understood was about to happen is orcs. Yeah. Is there just gonna be Cryptids.
0: like a? Mm. We've seen a couple cryptid games too.
2: Yeah, I did see. I did see that. Um, yeah. and as a, so as it's a, maybe
0: monster themed.
2: It could be and as a um, armchair cryptozoologist I'm oh. very excited.
0: Do you listen to Death by Monsters? No. Okay, you should, I think. <laughs> I haven't listened to it cuz so I'm not into it, but that's what it's about. Uh, I, it's is, board game people have a podcast that's about cryptids. Oh, yeah, yeah. That
2: yeah. is oh. 100% something I should listen to.
0: Yeah.
1: You should also listen to Kyle Kanane's got one, a stand-up comic about he's just really into it as well and just him like
0: People who are into it seem like very dedicated, about as dedicated as we are into board games. No. Yeah. The next one from Strange Machine Games is Robotech Reconstruction.
2: Like the anime?
0: Let's say yes. Okay. Um it's three to four players, it's $45 MSRP ideology and politics flare in the reconstruction period after the first robotech war
2: that sounds like the anime all Um, right
0: so yeah it looks like the anime
2: i I bet it's probably a uh, perfectly fine game my oldest brother was really into anime when i was a kid and i like anime a lot now robotech though and robotech and neon genesis evangelion okay they just when i was a kid they were just so so boring <laughs> that I don't. I think I might. I might pass on this one. Just you know, just based on that. But I, I will say I've gone back and I have watched Neon Genesis Evangelion as an adult. And it's fantastic. It's a great oh, show. Okay, definitely don't need to be watching that as a kid.
0: It doesn't like the pictures of it. Don't look bad. I could see how. I mean, there's something called the Excalibur Command Center. It does seem very like serious and official in a yeah. way that doesn't. Uh, exactly say like childhood fun like it's not like a frolic that we're talking about here
3: no, same to, I read the description and there's a lot of like interaction where like you have to give an action to somebody else and then you can't give them too much power and they give you a
0: actions balancing kind of things then- yes.
2: I want to say that, like the, the show there was a lot of like uh, political drama as yeah. well as giant robots and you know I'm here for the giant robots I don't need to like there's enough political stuff in the world I'm sure that's what I was thinking as a kid was like, God, you're going to bring it into my (laughs) anime too? Can't even vote
0: yet. Okay. And then finally, from Trick or Treat Studios, I can say right now, I have no interest in any of these. Oh, is this the candy one? No, no the, <laughs> there are four games and you know, personal, personal preference here. There is blood orders. There's nightmare productions. There's troll fest and world Z league. So they're sticking with the theme of their, of, uh, of Gen Con monsters. Well, there you go. Uh, I guess there's that. So blood orders, vampires struggle for control of unsuspecting city and unsuspecting city. I'm sure. Uh, For Nightmare Productions, you bid contracts to produce Golden Age blockbusters with the best directors and stars. Mm. In Trollfest, you build a better band than Tour the Continent. On Dragons and World Z League, Zombies' biggest weakness turns out to be rubber bands. So it's like oh, yeah. a kooky monster fun time.
3: You're like, we'll pair monsters with some other popular thing. Maybe we'll sell more copies.
0: And they have all kinds of different mechanisms. Of the, that Blood Orders is deck construction. Nightmare Productions is auction and bidding. The Troll Fest is closed drafting, point-to-point movement. And then the World Z League is flicking. rubber bands it's a solo game it's one to four players on that last one and and then there's zombies and these are like they're not cheap Uh, 70 60 60 and 50 respectively
3: let me me count the ways that i do not want to play a dexterity game that involves rubber bands
0: a rubber band dexterity game for 50 dollars.
3: that just sounds like putting someone's eye out
0: yeah pretty much so i don't know how if if any of you would like to dig a little deeper in any of these please guide us into this monster world uh I've got nothing. The, imi-
1: the images, I'm sorry, on Trollfest are the best, by the <laughs> way. They're the best. So Sounds like we're gonna, Adam's editing pull list. them up for everybody real quick here? We're going to have to go through a couple of these.
0: So I'm uh, starting at the beginning with the board, which looks very normal. That can't be what you're talking about. looks like every no, other no, board no. game board. Yep. So Wooden if you pieces. Go,
1: I thought it was me at first. So there is a okay. picture of a group of five people playing near a window. At first glance, the guy in the back, I was like, am i in that photo and then i was like i don't have glasses but then i'm oh. like well of course it's not me yeah it's not far yeah yeah look at me look at him it's not far off go three over from that to, to the guy smoking mm-hmm.
0: with
3: three bottles of wine yeah like <laughs> troll fest
0: and it looks like he's playing when a I, prototype yeah so this is nearly a business meeting yeah
3: those <sighs> bottles are not they're
2: empty are we, are we are we talking about the guy with the 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 mustache smoking a cigarette
0: Yeah,
3: of course we are. God, I want to play this game with him. Uh, It looks like there's wine, but there's also a Corona extra hanging out in the background.
0: You know, in a couple pictures over, Bruno Cathala is playing it. I don't know why King Domino's just kind of like chilling on the side there. I think that's King (laughs) Domino. But, you know. Oh, yeah. Whatevs.
1: Look at, how, look at how he holds his cards too like under the table no one's seeing my cards that's a real <laughs> well, like pro game player right there. they,
0: they
2: these games look fine uh, I, the, the the subject matter is is maybe not necessarily everyone's forte but the, as a uh, you know just looking at them
0: they look okay they look okay. I think I am I'm pushed away by the cover art and theme. But, like, the game itself does not look like the front of the box.
2: I might stop by the booth.
0: See what they're on I, about. Yeah,
2: I might, I might do it. I might take the plunge. The zombie rubber
0: band plunge. Sounds pretty fun. And that is actually, as of today, finishing Board Game Geek Gen Con 2022 preview. So, we're going to have a break. I guess I'm going to find some break music. Woo! And then come. I can do the
3: Tetris do 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 do. thing
4: again. Do 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 do
0: do do. Oh, I guess I might be using the the Tetris theme oh, that adorable. Jason and I did. Which, uh, yeah, when when the food didn't in, indeed come. And then we'll be back for demos and our shopping list. What's your favorite Lady Gaga lyric? I. I don't have is, one, personally. Hits it's, don't lie. Is it
1: Ra ra da, 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 da? That leads into our first game, Raw. Oh, oh, wow. oh, it does, it does, it
0: does. Oh. Yeah. Century Games. Now, for these, I say that we go focus on the ones that we're excited about. And I think we are excited about Raw. But going forward, everyone can just shout out one that they think is cool as we move on through the demo list. not going to be quite as exhaustive as our regular for sale. I don't know, investigation, I guess. But Raw, I think, Adam, you and I talked about this one because I don't think it said demo before.
1: I don't think so. We yeah. had a conversation about it. So it's done some sort of moving right. around. Possibly sneakily, I would say. Yeah. It wasn't upfront or forthcoming about this.
0: Unless we were unknowingly do- including demos that first recording. But anyway, Raw is a reprint. It's originally from 1999. okay Yeah. Knizia. I know. Yes. Knizia. Yes um you bid to acquire the most valuable sets of egyptian artifacts and resources and then the art i believe has been redone by ian o'toole
2: oh the uh board game designer of the century oh. uh board game graphic artist yeah it's yeah a- he doesn't mm.
0: He's he's pretty busy there's other artists on here as well yeah but apparently just a demo seems kind of weird for a game that already does exist yeah so i don't know maybe they realize that like yep that ship, like that boat, is not going to be here in time at all. Put Art demo looks good.
3: On it. Art looks good. Castles by the Sea is a 3D puzzler. That'll be interesting. I'm excited for the demo.
0: That's Brotherwise Games, one to four players. You build and rebuild a tiny sandcastle kingdom in this 3D spatial puzzle. You can see, I saw people playing this one. So I think there's videos of the gameplay online, and I want to think it was it looked a little mean in a way that I refrained from getting too excited about it.
3: Well, and if you don't want to do oh. that 3D game, you can do the Catan expansions in 3D. Yes. That I'm
1: very excited about, because for too long, we've not been able to play Cities and Knights in a 3D version, <laughs> and no longer. It's, no Cities and Knights is the superior way to play Catan, Aaron may disagree with me, he's wrong. It's, uh, it's very ah. exciting. I mean...
0: I like, you know, know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? They just did. They use the regular version. They fixed it. But um, Game Night, so Board Game Geeks, Game Night series, Nikki, Link, and the whole gang, just did Catan. Like, they had never done just regular... Catan. Oh, I went oh, to watch. That'd be pretty fun to watch. Yeah, oh. it, it is fun because they're kind of saying like a lot of them hadn't played it in a long time, but yeah, it, it is fun to watch. They play a very nice game of Catan. I just want to say to the group present, I here. don't know Boo. what this is about. A very nice game where they were like, ah, oh, I shall do this trade for you because it seems as though it would benefit you. Things like that. It was oh. I wild. I was they found it wonderful. They just... I don't even
1: understand
3: what game they played. it no, so.
0: was Catan. I saw it. Somebody
3: I, was. Somebody was. Saying the nice things out loud, but doing the mean things, has to be.
2: I I just want to say while we're on the subject of Catan, yeah, the 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 fact that um, Catan as a, a as a corporation has just printed money for the past twenty five years. Yeah, they just can't stop selling it. No, and yet there's no possible way for anyone who is a human being to be able to sign up for giant Catan at Gen Con.
0: Oh, that they don't have more. I don't know why they can't get themselves an entire room.
3: I, I don't for four
0: I, days I just, for giant. Just charge more, get more of them. How much money would we pay? And accept pay the money
3: to do giant Catan together.
0: Uh,
2: I would pay ten bucks. I would one person. That's f- not enough f- for hey. me. That's not enough. I no, would pay. No, Aaron for 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 pe- forty bucks for uh, four people. How giant is it?
3: I'll pay
0: 40 bucks it's for even you and 40 giant. bucks for me. Oh, it's not that giant.
2: I'm, I'm not saying... Um, not Kelly, Aaron. I'm saying if you're charging admission well, of course. over the course of time, 10 bucks is more than enough for a single board of Catan. It doesn't
0: take that long to play, really. No. Yeah. And,
1: and I feel like
2: you, for a single board, you're going to make
0: uh, probably a couple grand over
2: the course of Gen Con. That's going to pay for the board. My pay. My
1: criticism, Jason, was not that it wasn't, I guess, an initial fair offer. Is that if you were going to buy someone's spot, though, you would need more than $10. Like, if you were going to go up to somebody and be like, I want your spot in Giant oh. Catan, here is. And then you hand them American cash dollars. How much are you putting into their hand?
2: That's mm. my
3: question. The equivalent of 30 British pounds. I, I don't have an answer okay. for this
2: other than to say that this will come up again later in a different format.
1: Boy, I'm excited about that. Yeah. There is a lot of corn fields around as well that they could easily just rent one of those and have a whole Wait, big corn, ju- catan, catan, catan.
2: corn tan, corn
3: tan, yeah. corn tan, corn <laughs> tan. It's not a matter of space. Corn tan. Honestly, <laughs> it'd be better if they used a wheat field. But you know what else I'm looking forward to? Catacombs from Clank. Well,
1: Aaron, wheat we will have already been harvested by that point, so oh, that's uh, why they can't. I'm, you, so, I'm so
3: you, sorry, Adam.
2: You're <laughs> talking about the expansion to Clank? Yeah. The catacombs the catacombs, the catacombs? catacombs. Yeah. yeah.
0: It meets tile laying in the newest incarnation of Clank, like building Adventure. That is.
3: Yeah, I, I like everything about Clank. I will play whatever they put out.
2: Yeah, uh, uh, I agree. I'm in the same boat. I think Aaron and I are going to have something on our list
0: that's the same. We're going to put it on there because we didn't these these voices, these voices. Aaron, you seem to be running <laughs> down your list. Keep going to the next demo that you that looks interesting to you. Oak. Oak has really pretty art. You can become the head of the tribe of druids. High fantasy, and that is from Game Brewer. The last one, Clank, is from Dire Wolf, and Catan. I think is from Catan mm. Studios. Yeah, it's, it's oh, got just their own them. Studio. They, yeah. yeah, they have more than enough. They have it, more than enough to go what around. What was
2: it back in the day? Was it Mayfair or Rio Grande? Like I someone think owned Catan. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, Mayfair I don't know. and Rio Grande, I think.
0: Yeah, like I think they were buying the rights, maybe to make it for some period of time now just Catan studio but yeah oak looks very nice one to four players you become the head of a tribe of druids about to unlock the secrets of the arch oak oh the arch
3: oak seems lovely yeah i like the concept of the arch oak
0: uh there
2: is an expansion for great western trail that uh i will probably look at i haven't actually looked at or read anything about it
0: is that an expansion or just a whole other game uh oh it'd, it'd be quite actually, an
1: expansion into argentina <laughs> the trail continues
0: it goes the ocean. real
2: south across the panama canal it apparently is a re-implementation so it is it oh, is a re-theming yes it is a theme in variation that's
0: interesting for it to be but why not is it gonna be different cows i guess yeah local local cattle
2: Yeah, and I'm assuming, like, obstacles might be a little different. There's got to be something. Mm -hmm.
0: um, Yeah, you would think.
2: There's a new type of worker, a farmer. Oh, uh, okay. Different paths. Different cows. Yeah, it's more like the Great Southern Trail.
1: Diamond Dig looks uh, like it could be good. It's a push-your-luck game. Drawing Mm. stuff out of bags. You can stop whenever. You know, it says it's a dexterity game. I don't really understand. How that is being implemented? There's no pictures, but the bags are tricky. like mm. push your luck, pull shit out of, ooh, stuff out of a bag. Wow,
0: <laughs> that's Mr. B games. Yeah, action dexterity. Wait, did you say what the dexterity is?
3: I mean, no, I don't know. Up. It doesn't oh. say. Oh, I, mm.
4: I don't.
0: Oh, I don't know anything about Maui, but I like the cover. It's just like a beach mm-hmm. day. It's a lot of umbrellas. It's from Next Move Games. You place towels in pleasing patterns on the beach. So it could have been literally anything, but I like the art they've chosen.
2: Uh, Steam Up is going to be there.
0: Yeah, I backed that yeah, on uh, Kickstarter. They
2: well, st- the, I definitely remember Steam Up being there last year. Oh, okay. Um, and I, I'm excited to see it again. I watched... I didn't actually play a demo of it, but I watched a person demonstrate how to play it
4: mm-hmm.
2: as in a demo i guess <laughs> uh the pieces are very cute and yeah. it's it, it is a game but there's a lot of tactile parts to the game that i i really like i can't because there are so many pieces and they're all so cute i don't want to believe that it's gonna be a good game probably but won't it, be a cheap one yeah it, it are it right now it does have a 7.3 on board game geek I don't know.
0: Yeah, I wonder if you can play it virtually, which is so often true now, especially for Kickstarter games that yeah. either on Tabletopia, tabletop simulator, that you can try them out. And then when you're doing it virtually, the components can be a lot like you probably won't focus on them as much as it's all just you know computers anyway.
1: Behexed looks really uh, interesting to me because it's an unconventional deck building game, so I'm not sure how they're doing it differently. And it's three to five players, which is also a number of players. That's not like super common.
0: Right. It's unconventional. Can You imagine not if even.
3: you if you got a deck builder game that was unconventional just by like breaking all of like the stat rules of, of deck building. Maybe that's exactly What if it was just like thought? there's like, no cards? You just you you, just us. you, you, <laughs> shu- you shuffle out, you shuffle after every turn. I like to think that it's
2: unconventional because you're not allowed to play it inside of Gen Con right. itself. <laughs> yeah.
3: uh-huh. 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 Cards are always added to the top of your uh, of your draw pile.
1: What did you draw from the bottom of your deck. How obnoxious would that be every time? Like, yeah. just yeah.
3: you—you set your cards from horizontal to vertical to indicate that you use them.
1: <laughs>
2: that took me longer than it should have.
0: There's a game from Pearl Games called Loffoten, which two jarls of Loffoten will be the most skillful. It's a two-player game for hand management. I, I'm interested in that. And let's Kids Table Board Games has another game in the creature comforts world i don't think that it's actually a spinoff called maple valley and um i did get the that original creature comforts game interested to see what that's like it's one to five players uh, A lot of bird
1: watching games this year it seems like <laughs> birds of a feather there's Bird Watcher. I think I saw another one, too. So is that the new Is it just
0: still hobby? like Wingspan? Like, listen, these birders, they're into games, and we're selling them games. These ornithologists
2: <laughs> will not get out of our hair. No. Okay. Give them another one. I hope so, and I, I hope that there are just... What is the word I'm looking for? As a publicity stunt, I hope they just release a bunch of birds into oh, the yeah. convention center. yeah. I- into the convention
3: center? Oh, absolutely. I would, I would hate this. Uh,
2: turkey bad. vultures and uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. all kinds of carrion birds.
0: Okay, not what I expected. Carrion, carrion Here I am thinking mm. doves. That's on me. <laughs> yeah,
1: no peace. Oh. <laughs> it's just buzzards and condors as far as the eyes can see.
0: Game Brewer okay. has one called Amygdala from Kiesling and Kramer. And you unlock emotions to fill your amygdala with hope, serenity, happiness, and more. I hope it is that zen.
2: It sounds lovely. Oh, Does it come with nice. medicine?
0: I no. Oh. It's a board game.
3: I, I didn't know it was for a two drug to four reference. players. Yeah. I, oh, I know. Oh, okay, you skipped it.
0: I yes. All right.
2: There is uh, there is a game that just uh, based on the box I looked at it and I was like. Oh, that's going to be awful, and I'm going to hate it. And why are people doing these things? You have to spend money to make these things. Why are you doing it?
0: Is it racing hedgehogs?
2: No. Actually, I thought that looked really cute. Rest legacy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Bigfoot Roland Smash.
0: Oh, that does sound. It's big
2: Bigfoot trucks, monster trucks, you know, trucks with big old oh. wheels. Um, but uh, uh, from the description, it is a uh, competitive programming and press your luck monster truck game. And, uh, yeah, so programming is going to probably, um, what was that one game where the gunslingers? Cult Express. Yeah, Cult 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 Express Express. sort of. Or, God, what was that other one? The the Cops and
0: Robbers one? Yeah. Ooh, How to Rob a
2: Bank. How to Rob a Bank. Yeah, something like that, but with Monster Trucks. And you know what? Now I'm on board.
0: And there's the expansion.
2: Yeah, and that makes, that was another reason, was I saw those two listed together. And I was like, well, if you're bringing that out and immediately the expansion, well, you've just given up on this and you're just. But maybe they're just like this is so good and you're gonna want all of the things. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to that demo.
3: It's it's sort of like deploying into production, right? It's it's uh, it's, a, it's engineering and pressure luck. That's true. All right, that's very true.
0: All right, last call on the demo games. Anything else we want to shout out? This is maybe we went through about half of them. So other things to explore here still. Mm-hmm
1: yeah rest legacy uh it's wrestle and legacy i hate the name so you basically create your own like wrestling universe or something like that and but it says up to 30 simultaneous players what? if you like expand the territories <laughs> enough and i just i just never thought like the wrestling <sighs> crowd was also going to be into massively expansive board games so then I- you know what that's me also limiting my mind but i want to see like the full thing at gen con of yeah. thirty people playing with their promoting their wrestlers into, like... Their examples were Japanese Strong Style, Southern Wrestling, or Lucha Libre. Like, you're just going from all these different countries for different types of wrestling.
2: And I kind of like it. Like, professional wrestling now in the U.S. is mostly dominated by the McMahons and the WWE, right? But prior to the WWE buying up all other competitors, there was this, like, circuit-based sort of wrestling. Yeah, like... Every territory had its own wrestling federation. I didn't actually see that game on the list. I'm kind of interested now.
0: Okay, so there Uh, is a Kickstarter page for this game. It is currently live, 31 days to go. God, I do
2: hate that name, though.
0: It only needed $400, and they have met their goal with 14 backers, and (laughs) I don't know... I don't know that seeing the Kickstarter page is going to make you feel more confident about this game. I'm going to be honest.
2: I, I'm seeing Yokozuna there.
0: I I could be I could be wrong, but it's like a
2: miniature Mister T in that graphic. I
0: love it. It looks like a it looks like a project made with love, but maybe not a huge team.
2: Yeah, there's definitely some love in there.
0: Uh, I even
2: even seeing that i'm still um, i'm still interested i'm still in hey you said adam they're gonna be there they, they're on the demo list
1: well, yeah I mean, it's, that's what we're looking at here okay. it <laughs> looks like it is a pdf game so they just sure. email that's, you a pdf that okay.
0: seems right uh basenti also has a, another game called mischief of faction where players jerry gerrymander frenemies for political game and it's a similar play count so that is, that is what they're up to.
2: Okay, okay. They're really into uh, maps. Okay. Because it's like, a, but, isn't it? Isn't the game, like, but, uh, it expands the number of players because you just make the map bigger? I'm right. going say yes. Yeah. Uh, well, unfortunately, though, they questions. cannot
1: be cartographers, though, can they? No.
3: Oh, no, it'll be tough. Oh. Yeah.
0: Thus ends our demo section. And again, there's some other games, even some uh, recognizable ones that we didn't mention. Yeah. So be sure to check that out. And now, we are going to do our picks for, if we had $500, we're opening the doors day one for Gen Con, in the hall, walking the aisles, what are we going to spend this imaginary $500 on? And And I
2: I would like to remind Aaron that we do not have the licensing rights to If I Had a Million Dollars by the Bare Naked Ladies.
3: Oh, I would like to sing that song.
0: I know. Uh. I know, buddy. So Jason is going to go first with his picks. But, um,
2: okay. You, you remember I said there was going to be a callback earlier. The first thing that I, if I had $500 is I would give four people. Let me make sure that this adds up. $125 that's a correct. piece to just sit and play uh, Twilight Imperium with me. Oh, <laughs> like
0: You could probably get that done for cheaper at I Gen mean, Con. You,
3: I would play with you if we have proper notice and then you can save 125 yeah, bucks funds to the next
2: people. That's true. But like it also, it is also a mean game. So I would, it, you know, well, it can be a mean game and to just bribe strangers into walking into an eight hour game with someone they've never met. I think, you know what? I would spend that money. Uh, I might put some of that money towards that. But given, given that we're buying games, So, I think we mentioned this earlier. Maybe we didn't. I don't remember. What is time? There's an expansion for Galaxy Trucker. And you like, I I heard you like Mm. Galaxy Trucker. What if we put more Galaxy Trucker in your Galaxy Trucker? I'm on board. Choo choo goes the Galaxy Truck. I. I honestly, I haven't even looked at the description. I just like it do- Galaxy Trucker. Like, it doesn't even matter. Yeah, it's got Vlada's name on it. Uh, I, I don't yes, know. Yes, please. Yeah. And
0: they just redesigned it, and I'm assuming this is matching that redesign. Like, the, redid the art, kind of put it in, a I think, a smaller box, et cetera, et yeah. cetera.
2: Yeah. In, in fact, my fiance and I are playing Giant Galaxy Trucker. Oh, okay. Which is- Got tickets for that one. Much easier to get tickets for Giant Galaxy Trucker than it is Giant Catan. And you know what? Should it's, we
0: just make a Giant Catan? We can. Yes. That doesn't seem that hard, right? But then you have to play Catan. I don't have to do anything. <laughs> I, the most interest I'm going to get out of this is by building the giant Catan. Like, I, that seems doable. How, are we, how big are we talking? 10 feet by 10 feet? Like a whole room? A
3: lot of hexagons.
0: Well, sure, sure, sure. I'm just, I'm just checking. I don't know. I well, feel like we now, can run our own. What vehicle are business. you
1: registering, Jason? Because you that's how it works for a giant galaxy-sized trucker. A galaxy trucker, right? You bring your own vehicle. Bring your own truck. Yes, so
2: then I'm bringing stuff. in a yeah. Mazda 3. Oh, my
0: gosh. It would be a lot more exciting if they had, like, little go-karts or something
2: oh. that you got
0: to. I mean, it wouldn't be a meaningful drive. Because the way it works, like, the way the game actually works, you just, like, shift position forward and back. So it would be probably a big old pain. But I would like to see it.
2: I agree. I don't doubt that maybe someone will be driving in a Mario cosplay in a little go-kart at some point. through I hope so. Didn't
0: see it last year. Didn't see
2: it last year. Well, yeah, disappointing. they also Nintendo's been kind of litigious lately.
0: For cosplay? Uh, listen, let's uh, not for
2: Mario Kart specifically. I
0: don't know. They, they, you're, you're they started why. reselling it. That's probably why. Yeah. <laughs> like they put out more maps. <laughs> That's
2: true. I haven't I haven't played those new maps. That's something we should do. Yeah.
0: Alright, but next.
2: Next, Dog Lover. If you're familiar with the game Cat Lady, mm-hmm. Dog Lover is, is that. Is that but with dogs and a little different. And Cat Lady is a perfectly good game. It's quick, it's fun easy
0: you, you have both cats and dogs
2: i have both cats and dogs and i i love them and cat lady i'm interested because cat lady was one of those games where i thought the mechanics really matched the game or the theme of the game where like if you feed them too much you're that, or you, you're collecting too many cats you're trying to be this weird cat hoarder, but you lose points for not being able to feed all those cats so it's really like Only have as many pets as As you can can responsibly take care of. Yeah. What a great, what a great thing (laughs) to say. It's a good idea. It Uh, looks
0: like for the dog lover, some of the things seem the same. Like there might be a favorite thing, which might be like the cat toys. There's still adoption and there's still, of course, dogs, but they also have scraps and then like tricks. It looks like the tricks seem to be some kind of configuration of cards. So maybe you do the trick and get to take that shape of cards from the grid. That is a guess.
2: I didn't realize it was a kid's game tricks are for kids tricks are for kids yeah
0: yeah Yeah. i have
2: power failure on my list just yeah. because i liked the box art i didn't mm-hmm. again i
0: this was the one there's some kind of dexterity element to it and it looked like you might stack things like hexagon yes. little pieces in different directions so like wooden block pieces so they're three-dimensional and maybe stack them in different directions this does look interesting and i think it's cheap and like a maybe english reprint of a different game yeah yeah It. I. it looks good
2: in some case, well, there was one case where I put an expensive board game on my list just to narrow down my list a little
0: bit. Um, <laughs> Spend the cash.
2: Yeah. Sort of on theme with I own Cat Lady, I, mm-hmm. I want dog lover, Cat in a Box, Cat in the Box. It looks good. Looks good. Uh, it already has- I don't care 8.1. what Adam says.
0: Uh, it's a Japanese uh, game, and that's- It's trick-taking, but you don't determine the color of... Like, your hand is colorless or suitless, I guess. It would be more accurate for trick-taking. So I think you get to decide how you want to assign your suits as you play the cards. And, like, this is the trick-taking twist that I have... I don't know if I've been waiting for, but I'm certainly interested in.
2: Yeah, trick-taking games have had a sort of resurgence the past few years. And so, yeah, so I am looking forward to this. I did sort of dump on this game and i i i just looked at the the art and i was just like okay it's going on my list because it was also cheap i was getting a lot of putting a lot of cheap games on my list more fun yeah i'm really defending this sink or swim i
0: don't think there's any reason to defend it that hard it's three to six i don't buy a lot of uh higher player count games and it does look like there's something that you do with an app with it it doesn't i don't think it looks bad i like the idea of a cooperative, like big party game as well. So I, I I think that's
2: great. I generally don't like games that use apps to do anything. But I mm. think in the case of like a higher play count, if you've got people over and you want to bring out a game and they don't necessarily want to sit through a really hardcore game and they don't want to learn a bunch of rules, uh, a game that comes with an app tends to speed things up tends to be nice for that
0: yeah and i think it might just be a timer it also like something you could probably maybe play like at a on a couch on a coffee table not like a whole big clear the dining table thing
2: and that's not necessarily that common in the board game arena uh so uh, that seems nice um i think this is gonna make a few different lists maybe but uh usps the great american mail race mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about earlier with the stamps and and your the pony express and you're sending carrier pigeons across the country i'm pretty sure all of this is accurate
0: there were a lot of modes of transport <laughs> on the front yeah. the mail's got to get there
2: uh and then you're just racing against the uh amazon driver to see if you can compete in a modern technological economy and it's
0: i was looking for it for a a touch of escapism when we were all like excited and supportive about the post office
2: and i should say i think most of the games that i have listed up till now have been
0: under Under 30 or less 30 or less you're at 345 dollars left right now so you spent 30 30 15 30
2: 20 30. yeah and the next one was uh, i might have just guessed on the price of this i'm not sure that it was listed Uh Terracotta Army. That's a big one. Uh, Yeah, it's a big one. I think I put it down as seventy. I don't remember if that's actually MSRP or if that's just what I'm guessing it's gonna be. But yeah, I I don't know. I like the theme. I like the Terracotta Warriors. It looks sort of Euro esque. Oh yeah. Um, Yeah. I think
0: when Adam and I talked about it, we said that like it didn't necessarily look like all of the I think it was that one. Like all of the components exactly matched. Like mm-hmm. the yeah. scale and type didn't seem super consistent, but that doesn't say anything about the gameplay.
2: Well, it's, uh, and it looks like some of the pictures on Board Game Geek are just 3D renderings or like pre renders mm. uh, or like visual vi- right. visualizations. So right. we'll see. It also looks like it might be close to, goodness, what was that? Not, uh, there was a game, I think it was a Steffenfeld about oh. a roman uh emperor yeah hi ho <laughs>
1: yeah uh,
2: so there was this game it was a it was a steppenfeld game i cannot remember hadrian no it's not hadrian no. uh it was the name of a roman emperor and it was basically a series of mini games Like a bunch of like mechanics from a bunch of different Euro games thrown together into one game. Like there was the area control part. There was the resource management part. This looks like uh, less that, but it looks like it might have some elements of that. So I think that'll be cool. Trajan? Trajan,
0: yeah. I put Mm. in Steffenfeld Roman into Google.
2: Trajan's a good, uh, well, it's not an amazing, it's not the best game you'll ever play because it is a bunch of different mechanics thrown together. Okay. But in that, that is what it is. It is interesting. So yeah. So uh, Terracotta Warriors is not Trajan. No. But I would recommend Trajan and I'm interested in uh, maybe picking up Terracotta Warriors. I have Castles by the Sea, which I believe is also a, a stacking game. Not entirely stacking, but I believe it is there's um, something
0: going on there
2: yeah in the realm of like uh goodness um, what is that the Santorini
0: Oh yeah 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 yeah
2: sort of in the realm of that the the pieces look nice the the decor looks looks cute um, and I
0: think like you might be like building the castles and something about the tide I, that's a that's yeah total total guess yeah
2: so I think that the tide like washes away and you're building and rebuilding sand mm. castles. In fact, it says in the description, now I'm looking at it, uh, the core gameplay is similar to Santorini. So if you like Santorini, you're going to like sandcastles. And if you like sandcastles, well, then why not play a board game about sandcastles? Well, then if you're doing that, why not just build a (laughs) sandcastle? Well, we don't have sand. We're in the Midwest. It's a whole thing.
0: (laughs) It looks like there's a little more to the building than Santorini and not like in a nothing against Santorini, but it's very straightforward. Like you can move or you can put this here. This looks like there's a little more going on than that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So I'm excited about that. We've got uh, next on the list.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, That one's 50. You have 225 left.
2: Yeah. Next on the list uh, is Fall of the Mountain King. How much is this one? Mm.
0: I think this might be on the demo list. I think it might be on the demo.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it doesn't. uh, You know what? We're going to let it go.
0: Yeah. Uh, We'll say $60. Yeah, we'll go with that.
2: And really, all I know about this is about dwarves versus gnomes. It's just a war with dwarves and gnomes, and I'm in. I'm sold. The art looks fun. The art looks fun. It's been
1: brewing for a while. Yeah,
3: I like when the dwarves and the gnomes are on the same team.
0: Oh, the designer of this designed. Do you remember that kuna game? K U H N A H. Ish. Uh, he apparently you did not you did not like it. It was very small. It's a very small game. Oh. Um, but yeah, same guy. I was trying to see if there was anything else. Let's see, Adam E. Dalton. Uh is his name i was trying to see if there was anything else about in the hall of the like if in the hall the Mm, mountain king was mm -hmm. this part of this series or is that just like a complete coincidence different
2: mountain different king okay i i don't i don't actually know um and there's honestly there's not much artwork for the game on board game geek but what is there Uh, looks looks, good it looks really nice um
0: so it's the same publisher that makes in the hall the mountain king because the art Style of the cover does look similar, but yeah, don't know any more about the connection there.
2: The next one on the list, some of the uh, probably more than should be are from the demo list, but that's alright, that's all right. What, what are you gonna do? The Mirror Ring of Mary King.
0: Oh yeah.
2: And this is by Devious Weasel Games, who also released, uh, I believe they are the publishers for
0: Cosmic Frog. Yeah, that sounds right. That yeah, sounds
2: right. And like Cosmic Frog looks fine weird but it is a it is a bit of a head trip uh it is also just like a a battle royale style board game which can be fun depending on who you're playing with but it's not necessarily what i'm looking for most of the time the mirroring of mary king sounds interesting it is a i believe it's a two-player game Mm -hmm. one of you plays modern day mary one of you plays as mary from i think 300 years ago or maybe even before that and you're both just trying to gain control of of mary's psyche and i think that that just plays out as a card game and i think it's like a card placement game on on the table in front of you and it's it's a big it's very different from cosmic frogs which i think yeah. is cool but also it's just a an interesting concept that i'm i'm really curious to see how it plays out and then uh last on my list well hold on did i do i think i have two more how much money do you have?
0: For? No. It, it's a little iffy. We're given estimates and some of them were demo games, but he's under $100. He's under $100 yeah. now.
2: Clank Catacombs. Oh, yeah. Of course, the Clank expansion, because as we talked about earlier, I will, like anything Clank-related, I'm going to pick up, because it's just a fun mm-hmm. game. It's not, you can't take it too seriously. You just bring it out, and then you're making noise, and someone gets angry and starts smacking you. Really, what could be more fun than... Getting angry smacks. I and guess I,
0: I think we're signed up to play like a session of this. I
2: uh, I, I don't.
0: Th- I'm not sure if we actually end up being able to get into it or not. I know we were. It was on our list.
2: So I don't know if I signed up for a demo of this. I I'll be really interested to hear. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, I might have. I might have tried to because I think we tried to schedule this together. Yeah. So we might. Uh, I don't think I got it though. Yeah, yeah. The the last one that was on my list, and this is just because when you would load up the list of games at Gen Con on Board Game Geek, the first one on the list, uh, and I kept refreshing the page, so I kept seeing this cover art over and over oh, and yeah. over again. Oh, goodness. What was it called?
0: Blazing. Blazing. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it is a, uh, a heraldry building game. And the artwork, eventually it wore me down. <laughs> and so now I'm, I'm interested in picking it up.
0: It's like stylized, but in a wonderful style. Yeah,
2: it seems nice. Yeah. The components look nice. but It's not a, a a huge cost.
0: No, I think when we originally talked about that, Adam and I said that it looked like a tattoo. Like the art style of it's like, well, that would make a real good tattoo. Pretty much anything inside this box.
2: Yeah, and I think that's what happens is who uh, the loser has to get a tattoo oh the
0: winner
1: gets the tattoo that's what you're playing for, no the loo- <laughs> no the loser has to
2: get a tattoo of whatever the winner designed oh.
0: so like
1: you're you
2: lose so you have to get a tattoo you, like, but it's gonna be pretty cool because that guy won i don't
0: i don't know that we're gonna play together <laughs> with those no. stipulations but it does look it it looks really nice
2: that is my those are my lists of uh uh, things I'm uh, some of those I am definitely going to pick up,
0: and even some of the ones that say demo. I wonder if they literally have zero like ones that uh, do exist already. Do they literally have zero copies? I think I don't know. Maybe, nah. maybe you can get lucky. It was, it was so we got the copies there. They're demoing,
1: you can get it for free.
0: Well, you know. Yeah. <laughs> If you run fast enough.
2: Yeah. It it definitely was weird last year, the number of times where people would be demoing something, but they didn't have copies because they were still on the boat. Mm. And I don't think that the logistics pipeline has quite opened up yet. Right. So it probably, we are going to see, even things that they do say are for sale, there's probably going to be less of those actually at the event.
0: But I also wonder maybe on the last day, if they had a bunch of demo copies of something like, Mm. would they sell a used copy or oh. no
2: hot tip if you're at gen con on the last day go ahead and ask for a discount uh, not everyone's going to give you one yeah a lot of places will
0: for the things yeah i think things they don't want to carry it back so it's like a first day last day things that are going to sell out go for that on the first day yeah and then the last day you don't want to you want to ship that back or you want to sell that to me yeah
2: you're you gonna carry that out to your car you're gonna have me carry that out to my car and you get 75% of what you thought you were going to get. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Good move. Good list. Good list, Jason.
0: We're pausing because I think Jason has to go. Do, uh, yeah. Thanks, Jason. Yep.
2: Goodbye, podcast
3: world.
0: <laughs> have a good weekend. Bye. Bye. Thanks for coming, Jason.
3: Um, I think my list, there's a lot to choose from. And I, I've, I've not done as many, I think, games in the episodes as, as you, Kelly, mm-hmm. or you, Adam. So I yeah. don't have like as much of a frame of reference. But there's a couple things that, like most of the games that are on my list, did occur to me. Like there were ones that are on recordings that Kelly and I did. So you know the marketing, oh. I guess, has has worked. So <laughs> um, it's funny. I think
1: your mind's the same way. I think I picked oh. all the stuff that. Yeah almost all yeah from that stuff guys like that, so. i'm all
0: over the place yeah. yeah well i mean you were on all the episodes so i know i'm, I'm thinking that i market board games to myself often enough that i, I oh, don't no. know that it matters
3: that's that's why i stopped my beer podcast i was yeah. just marketing beer to myself all the time and i was it was working so the uh, so i'm starting i i decided to order my list from cheapest to most expensive so we okay. kinda, we can kind of build up okay through the rank, so uh, I started with some, some kind of like some more light fun games. So mm-hmm. it's coming in at $15. We have Detective, not spelled correctly, but You Can Cheat Death. No, or is sorry, that Detective? Oh, Detective.
0: I'm wondering. Oh, I did think I just they're... spell it wrong? Well, I thought there was a game like that. I,
3: I criticized the spelling when I'm the one who copied, <laughs> like, I typed it in. <laughs> like,. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, this publisher can't even get the name right. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, yeah, that was my,
3: my typo. In fact.
1: With all the puns in board games, it'd be pretty funny. If you just like said that to everybody, Like, go around Gen Con and be like, I hate to tell you this. You've actually misspelled the game. <laughs> <laughs> Wrestle Legacy. Two words. I'm so sorry. I it's, hate to be the bear. Yeah, bad news. Yeah.
3: And then, so you print this stuff all out. Uh, I have two more $15 things. I think Ecosystem is an expansion, right? But it looks... the the, the box and stuff looked fun. And I was like, you know what?
0: Ecosystem is an expansion for. uh, Just what's ecosystem? I don't really know.
3: When I was looking, it looked great. And I did not take good enough notes on the $15 section of my list. So
0: ecosystem, you draft cards as you build the most balanced ecosystem nature has ever seen. Oh yeah That th- seems It seems like not very much money For the most balanced ecosystem Nature has ever seen yeah, I think I remember Heavily criticizing this But then I like It's when a I short game art,
3: I was like oh yeah well, Let's have a nice little short game And then also uh, The next one is a kids game And I don't, I don't feel bad Having a kids game on my list It's Bug Off Oh I want to collect the most bugs And it's like okay. It's like a little set collecting game And we're gonna get serious After this I promise
0: Yeah uh, And that detec- that detective Is like an escape room Kind of thing To hit, go back to that oh, Very yeah. quick. Quickly. That
3: one I think is the of the fifteen dollars ones is the one I'm most excited about.
0: Okay, yeah. okay.
3: Uh, look, dandelions we talked about today, and I think that is going to be a fun game. And, and, and I am sympathetic to kind of dandelions as a much maligned flower, and you know, I, I think. Uh, I'm excited to see yeah, and the dandelions
0: take over board game tables. I remember last year, they sort of had these deals where it was like, you can kind of like buy X number of games. Yeah. And as you bundled them together, you'd get like a little bit of a discount by default. I think their games are just like, just a touch higher than I would expect to pay for what ends up being inside. But as you go for that bundle, they also have excellent board game bags, boardgametables.com. Oh, okay. You can just flat out order them. They did a Kickstarter where they added more colors we used it when we traveled to see Adam. We've taken it to Chicago. Basically anytime we're taking a bunch of board games anywhere, we've used the bag and it's great. And they use the bag's only like, I think it was maybe $40 at Gen Con, something around there. It has a backpack, shoulder strap, all that kind of stuff. Throw all your games in it. Like, so you stop by the board game tables booth is what I'm saying, no matter what the games I'm not as excited about as the bag. Like you would think the prices, the bag is so affordable and the games like well, a little expensive for what they are, but yeah, something to note. Dandelions might be part of some kind of bundle.
3: Yeah. And that's and 20 bucks as it is. That's, that's super nice. Yeah. Uh, the next one is ready, set bet. It's another kind of push your luck bet horse racing game. And I loved long shot, the dice game yeah. and for 40 bucks. I'm going to see if I'm backing the wrong horse. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I'm I get I can get behind that too. Yeah, I'm it'll be it'll be fun. And then I'm gonna go on a run here. Yes. Uh as we get at the forty dollar range. I was kind of enchanted by the genius games. By right? genius games. Yeah. The science. like they have like all these science themed games. And so this year at Gen Con, and now I know this is a hypothetical five hundred dollars, but we might just buy all of the <laughs> the genius yeah. games just to support what they're doing so uh they have cytosis a cell biology board game Mm
4: -hmm.
3: biology was one of my favorite subjects in school i awkwardly and weirdly still remember a lot of the biological facts i mean and i am very excited to play the game
0: what i think that's neat that school worked
3: yeah yeah i mean yeah i'm like oh yeah mitochondria the powerhouse of the cell let's go you know you are very excited about it i say yeah they they should probably have your money The the next one is periodic forty bucks. It's the one I'm least excited
0: about because I feel like oh
3: we're gonna make a science game. Let's just do the periodic table of elements. I'm like okay, well it felt felt like more
0: of a starting point for this whole thing where it's like well the table of elements looks like a board, you know.
3: But I'm gonna be a completionist about it. So and then we're gonna skip ahead around the list so we can go to the other to the other games in that uh, Yeah, so Genius. those two are forty and yeah. then we're gonna to go to the fifty dollar yeah, ones. Cellulose, a plant cell biology game. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we've done cytosis, you know, we have the animal cells, now we're gonna have the plant cells. It's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be a you know, a different way that they reproduce and stuff. And then we have of course genotype is the last one at fifty bucks. And I think that one I think is, is gonna be fun. I think that's kind of interesting because I'll be they um Oh, what's the name of the square in gen- in in genetics? The man- da- da- oh, if- I'll edit. Mendel Midlovian? Manlo- Mandalorian.
1: Mandalor- Mandalorian. Mandal- Mandal- Mandalor- <laughs> the Mandalorian.
0: The Mandalorian. You guys are s- you're so close. Give me two seconds. Mendelian.
3: Mendelian. Yeah. Mendelian. Man- it, the Mendelian. I think that's that's kind of losing favor in in like biological genetic research so it'd be interesting to see like if it gives homage to the fact that that's that's not as popular of a theory uh or a way to understand genes as it used to be
0: it looks really good like it looks high quality components there's custom dice in here uh seems to be wooden meeples yeah it looks really nice i think that's the other thing too you know, you can make an educational game. Has Genius Games is doing here. Even your ecosystem, I think that's also Genius yeah. Games. You could make an educational game, and it could feel a lot like a oh, textbook, and a, and not a lot like a board game. These don't look to be that way. It it really they look really well done.
3: They, yeah, they look like legit board games, and I intend to yeah. to con not like we the, got a grant to make the, this the the children of the of appropriate age in our family to play them with me.
0: Oh, they better get ready for a learning adventure now. Uh. You have a few besides that to use for the last of your cash.
3: Yeah. So the I wanted to go with Paint the Roses, which mm-hmm. is like a Wonderland setting. And I'm going to be real honest and, and, and a little vulnerable. One of my earliest oh. memories is watching Alice in Wonderland as like a three-year-old while being babysat by someone I barely knew. And like when she fell down the well... I had like a, a panic attack and like <laughs> cried and cried. And so really, I want to play this game and overcome. That's adorable. <laughs> I want, I want so to you
0: want to reconcile want as to reconcile an adult reconcile. your trauma from I want, Wonderland?
3: I want to experience the you know, wonder there's of a, Wonderland.
0: There's a game called Wonderland's War. I don't know a lot about it. I think it was like a Kickstarter thing. But, uh, you know, if you're looking to move past this. One at a time, Kelly. One oh, okay. There's some okay. 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 <laughs> opportunities. There's another
1: like deck-based one that's something in Wonderland as well.
3: Thing. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, I really like to impress people. And so, uh, Catherine, the cities of Sarina, like the whole goal of the game is to become her advisor. And you know what? I, I just want to do that. <laughs> I, it's $55. All the influence with the power. I want to I figure out to see. I, I think I can be the one. I think I can be the advisor.
0: Is that just regular old like Euro type?
3: Yeah, I think it's Euro-style. I think becoming her advisor entails getting uh, points in a number of of ways that involve cardboard tiles, I think.
0: (laughs) As it usually does. Uh, Oh, this is the one on the cover where she's like, peeking yeah. around the door
3: yeah it's it's it, the cover is maybe not selling it i think for me but i i do the description really got me and i was like Well, 55 dollars. it comes in as the second most expensive game on my 500 dollars list and then I, I didn't waste any money i have like I, I honestly i meant to leave money for a cup of espresso at the fine grind oh. and it didn't work out that way so i'm gonna have to ask kelly to give me an extra five dollars
0: you know what is it three dollars I currently have three dollars left on three dollars
3: oh well that would be well if you I don't want to steal you from getting like french fries or something like this so I I don't know Mm. Uh, and then I I decided to splurge Uh, Planet Unknown looks really cool I I think it's a fun game I would not be surprised to see it on either of your two lists Uh, 80 bucks and uh, yeah I think I think it's a long shot the dice game? No, I'm no, just kidding.
0: <laughs> I think that Planet Unknown. This we talked about this early because uh, it's Adam's Apple game. So alphabetically, that's been a little while since we covered that one. It was too. It looks interesting because it has that rotating middle tray.
3: That's the thing I thought was like it has that weird board mechanic, and it was like irregular shapes, and I'm like, yeah, you know, I polyomino see polyomino shapes,
0: yeah. yeah. But it's not on. My, li- my list is like a little cheap, as is my tendency. It looks like Adam's giving a strong no over the old no, video no, chat. <laughs> oh. But that rounds out your list. So exactly, exactly $0. Yeah, I spent.
3: it's $500 you can add it they up. They
0: better not charge tax. Honestly, I can't remember if they do or not.
3: Oh. Well, if they do, then, you know, I'm probably giving up Bug Off to pay the taxes that's on that's the other right. one. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs>
0: that's the first one to go. We'll assume that they don't. All right, now.
3: Well, we, we, I think we skipped past Equinox because it was in that forty dollars range.
0: Oh right, so yeah. yeah, you actually still had forty dollars left, yeah. and you spent it on Equinox.
3: Actually, I might just now is get that, that up Equinox?
0: Coffee? <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of coffee. Is that Equinox Golem edition? Yeah, because that's... I think that is the same same company that did Century. Even though I believe their name might be changing these days, but same company that did those had Regular Century and then all of the Gollum editions for the regular trilogy they made as well. And now Equinox, they had a regular edition and they're gonna have a Gollum edition. Uh, it's a card, I think it's all card games, whereas the Century ones had like uh, other resources, other gemstones that you were kind of transforming. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I thought, it, yeah, it looked fun. 40 bucks, sneak it in there. All right, so fresh out of money, on it's to also
3: the- misspelled on my list just in case. <laughs>
0: On to the next, I'm gonna go before Adam, I think. Okay. So on my list, I think I had the most games maybe of anyone. I think Aaron, you had somewhere around 14. 13. Oh, 13, that's right. Jason also had 13. I have 18 games on my list, which really shows how cheap I went, but I have some expansions in there. So they are not conveniently in price order like Aaron's were. Uh, so, I'm starting with Dice Hunters of Therion for $25. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, that's the Richard Garfield game. And, you know, it's just dice, dice, dice. I, Richie I'm into G. It. Yeah, as yeah, he's done on the streets. Uh, next up, as Jason already mentioned, I have USPS, the Great American Mail Race. That one's $30. I honestly think they should charge $40, give $10 to the post office. Rift Force Beyond, I added to my list. So again, I have more expansions on mine. We already have the base game for that. And when I saw it, I tried to, like when I heard this game was announced, which is before I looked at this list, I tried to like immediately buy it because we had been on the edge with Rift Force. We played it again and really was me. I liked it a lot more when we came back to it than I did the first time. So that one, $25, bringing me down to $420 left. Long board. Uh, I think this was maybe a Kinesia game and it's kind of that surf theme, like a 50s, 60s sort of surf theme. Uh, Just a nice $20 $20 game, something cheap. Again, I'm kind of going for quantity here. I'm not going to say not quality, but I'm definitely going for quantity. Next, this is one of my more expensive ones. Honestly, I was going to say the most expensive, but not quite. Guild of Merchant Explorers. It looks like I got this print and play game called Voyages from Kickstarter. And this game looks a lot like that, but it's a full box. It's from AEG. It has different maps. I've seen it played a couple times on different videos. I think it looks great. I kind of think that it's a little, in my opinion, a little high. I'm hoping that there might be some kind of deal at the AEG booth, but I already have. I think they're one of my favorite publishers. They're very often hitting kind of a middleweight game that has something in it, but still pretty approachable. So I uh, will see how that goes. I also put, as Aaron did, ready, set, bet. Oh, yeah. So effectively as one household, well, we certainly don't have to do coffee twice. Money. There's the coffee money All right. for the ones that we overlap on. Uh, as Jason said, I did Cat in the Box as well. That's the trick-taking game where you get to decide your suit. Your hand comes in without suits. Very interested in that decorum might be the one that I am most interested in. I, I would have been interesting to do these in like an actual ranking. I did not. They're in no order, but decorum's pretty high up there. I think they call it passive aggressive cohabitation game. So it's cooperative. You're decorating these rooms and you have a way you want the room to look, but you can't just say like, I want it like this. When someone brings something into the house, you can be like, I hate that. I hate that. And I hate everything that it stands for. Or you could say like, I love it. That's, that's great. And every once in a while you have like house meetings Um, and they set up scenarios so that you can be confident that the different objectives don't conflict with each other. So it can actually be resolved. There is a way to arrange this house where everybody's happy. I think that is great. I know they have two player sets of scenarios as well as like higher play counts. Can't, can't wait for that one. Um, I almost made my list. Yeah, I, you didn't need to put it. I didn't put the uh, Genius Games on my list because oh. I knew how much you liked them. Yeah. And I thought that you might just pick them anyway. And boy, oh. did you ever. Went for it. <laughs> and then I have another few expansions here. Deep Sea Adventure Expansion Dice. Now, when I tried to look up this one for the price, because the price wasn't listed on the Board Game Geek list, on the publisher site, It looks like it might also come with a little dice tray that would like fit inside the Oink Games box. And really their website is pretty lovely. I suggest giving that a look, but I think that one is gonna be $10. Decorum is 45, Cat in the Box is 30, Ready, Set, Bet, I believe is 40. So just to do a little backtracking there. So after Deep Sea Adventure, I'm at 225 left. And I'm actually gonna stop at Turing Machine first. Before, and that one's $40. I gushed about this one on the episode where we covered right. it. I wish I could tell you which episode that was. It's been a frantic recording time. It's back there, trust me. It's from the Scorpion Mask, but it's alphabetized in the S's uh, in our other reviews. Next up, it's all of the map packs available for cartographers, which are $10, oh, $10, and yeah. $15. It is The Frozen Expanse, map pack number four. It is Kethra's Step or Steppy, I'm not sure how you say that, Map Pack 5, and then Hornhell Map Pack 6. And I already have the Cartographer's Collector's Edition. I wish they had just come inside there. So I am in fact going to make that happen at Gen Con. That leaves me with $150 after those. And eh, the next and last kind of bigger game is Evergreen. This was one that had really nice components, dual-layered board. It was from Horrible Guild. I really like the stuff that they do. And it was a nature theme. Uh You look like the sun moves around your board. You can kind of grow trees and have little water spots. Very fun. And that one's 60, but... Eh, it,
3: that one just missed the cut for me.
0: Evergreen? Yeah. Well... Yeah get ready. We're having very compatible lists then. We just, we we just overlapped on that coffee money game <laughs> a little bit back there, the ready, set, bet. Yeah. So yeah, that is Evergreen. And then I also picked Sunny Day Sardines. It's $13. It's a tiny little 10 and we play a lot of games in coffee shops. And I think now that has made me develop a preference for really tiny games some I got kind of sick of them for a while there because they're kind of hard to store and then kind of display and know where you have them without having to like tuck them into a drawer or something but because that tends to be our like Saturday uh custom is to go to the coffee shop and play things it's nice to have new things to mix in and I think that we'll kind of develop favorites and then keep discovering new games that are good for that Kites is uh the next one for $20 That one has a real-time element to it, like these different sand timers. Oh, yeah. I saw that one where you're like... And you're trying to keep the kites in the sky. Yeah. And that seems... We had a pendulum, I think, that you liked and wanted to play again. And I was like, no, thank you, never. And that also had like this real-time aspect to it where you were flipping sand timers and picking actions. Which is odd,
3: because I typically don't like time-based games. No, no. I don't even like to play chess with a clock.
0: Yeah. So maybe kites will be one that we both like for that. And I don't know, maybe if I get into it a little more, I would come back to Pendulum, but I I definitely sold that game. Village Rails, that was the one where it said locomotives and local motion. And I'm still, in fact, buying it for the pun. It was uh, <laughs> it was twenty pounds or euros, so I think it's about twenty four dollars. Is oh, you what did the conversion put, rate on your list? Listen, Man, is what I put quality. on my list. And then finally, Big Thunder Mountain looks real silly. And I think like you kind of went for choosing some of the bigger, heavier things. Yeah. And maybe in a natural balance, I was picking some of the lighter things because we do tend to have both in our collection. It doesn't just go one way or the other. I mean, I did um, put Bug Out on my list. You did put "Bug Out," but you had yeah, uh, "Planet things. Unknown," which was like a bigger one, and then yeah. the science ones to me look—you know—they look like could be kind of big. They look or like they could be kind of kind of big. The Genius Games, so yeah, "Big Thunder Mountain" though it has a element kind of like not exactly like Fireball Island, but a little bit in that you have a molded plastic, and it looks like marbles come down that molded plastic, and somehow you're interacting with that in the center of the board as you kind of move your little cart around. So I think it's Disney themed. So I have no idea really about the theme, but that just looked cool. And for $30, I think it could be, you know, just some non-stressful, chill fun. And it might be one that is fun to play uh, as we have like family visiting, things like that. It might be enough of a spectacle to just watch, even if not everyone wants to play it. And that is my list. I have $3 left over, which really means I have $43 because you bought, you and I bought the same game. Yep. So you have plenty of coffee Monday. I I have some money to go on to Georgia street, find some food at the little stalls, maybe get whatever the hot box pizza is.
3: Get your refillable soda.
0: Oh yeah. That wild bill. I still have the cup. (laughs) I'm going to take it. Ah, it was, it's. So expensive. And like, if you're going to all kinds of cons, maybe it feels more affordable, but you can buy a cup and then get free refills of soda, except it's summer in Indiana. So there's just bees all around the soda because the soda thing's outside. So the, of course it's just covered in sugar and then there's just <laughs> bees all over it. So you that's that's the limiting thing. They know you you won't get that many because it's it's filled with bees. So You I mostly sent up,
3: me to do it. I, yeah.
0: I sent you, I asked a stranger at one point. I've never been stung, but my mom's allergic. I tend to be allergic to the same things that she is. So I'm not trying to find out at Gen Con if I'm gonna have to go you or, know, get some ever. kind of shot, or ever. So yes, uh, anyways. Little bit, turns out, little bit of money left over. Actually, you know what? I had wormholes and power failure on kind of my back burner when I realized I had spent too much money. Jason said he was going to get power failure. So we'll we'll say that I'm going to borrow his copy. So the $40 might allow me to get wormholes. That looks interesting. It's pick up and deliver, but there's wormholes. Because I'm going
1: to have to Uber for that coffee. I was going to say even bo- bigger bonus. Aaron doesn't have coffee. So, it's a win-win. <laughs> you win still
0: win. have $3. Okay,
3: I feel good about it. I feel good yeah, about it. That's, enough, that's enough for a coffee.
0: Literally one coffee.
3: It might be like $3 and like 50 cents. You know, cuz I got a tip. I can't Ooh.
0: talk. I can't do anything about the 50 right. cents.
3: Adam. At least my list. Uh, At so, yes. A
1: couple of ones that have already been said. I also, of course, had evergreen on mine beautiful looking game we sung its praises on that episode mm-hmm. uh don't need to discuss again i also had blazon on my list okay uh, beautiful right. tattoo shields the rest of these i believe are new unless aaron did you say taco apocalypse on yours
3: I, you know what <laughs> i uh it was an honorable mention on my do not buy li- no <laughs> Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. yeah, of course I
1: picked Taco Apocalypse. It's fun. It's silly on that. What was the, it was El, a Chalupa Cabra was on the back uh-huh, of it. Lots uh-huh. of just silly monster names. The was game one, doesn't have to be good. I'll giggle a bunch.
0: Was that one 15? How much was that? That one?
1: was 12 American dollars.
0: Oh, oh wow, man. Yeah. What a bargain. I know. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you can so, have that, yeah that's, or uh, four Chalupas. Oh, I also did pick, of course, Dice Hunters of Therion as well, which was also right. said by you, Kelly, yeah. by the doctor himself, mm-hmm. Richard Garfield, PhD in mathematics. We then uh, go to Orcanomics, also a hilarious oh. name. Oh, right. yeah. Still giggling about it. I hope it's a good game. If not, I'll just put the box up and laugh <laughs> once or twice a week because I see it. It's worth it for that. Um, I would buy you a box. From there on, Ghosts of Christmas, I
0: picked,
1: uh, like, a seasonal game. And I remember there being, like, kind of a fun... I think there's... You're playing in, like, three different zones or something.
0: Past, present, future. So kind of going on the Christmas Carol story, I'm guessing. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it looked like kind of some fun gameplay potentially there. So I like that. I mean, of course, first Rat to the Moon. Had to take that one. Okay. Um, (laughs) Just again absurd these are just absurd themes and if they involve an animal i'm double sold on that so first route to the moon definitely followed by raccoon robbers not far oh. behind they're stealing stuff in the game and they stole All my heart right. that's why i picked them <laughs> was the so, raccoon
0: robbers the one with the tilted boards
1: yep where they were like yeah. on different levels oh. yeah it sold was pretty... yeah my biggest game on here uh, i did go for gutenberg at seventy dollars oh, nice. oh yeah uh, it looked really solid. I like the font types and the pieces yeah. on that. Oh, it looks it really looks good. Looks like a big chunky Euro game on that. So it
0: looks mm-hmm. good. That's Portal Games. I think that makes that, and they they do a really lovely job. Like their production. oh excellent. Yeah,
1: yeah. It looks it looks super good. We then jump over to Yak. The oh yeah uh, yeah yeah very big Yak pieces with like the yes. chariot behind it. Yes. you're putting stuff in that again. Looks somewhat like a play school children's toy mm-hmm. in a that wonderful they made a game way. around yeah and yeah like in a great way where like it just looks like you're playing with some sort of yak uh game system here so from there we go to less is more love a party game oh like right. a word game huh. i think this one and that's this the one, one will where be in the collection.
0: yeah, like the clues you try to use as few as letters as possible because you're writing down the you're writing down the words. So I don't think Aaron Correct. has heard of that one yet. No, you went for that one over the fish one.
1: Definitely, hundred hundred times over.
0: Over sounds
3: fishy. Sounds fishy, I <laughs> think. Yeah, thanks yeah.
1: definitely. Uh, I then went with the uh, local all-star 10 parks.
0: Nice. somebody from
1: thunderworks. Back to the. Uh, the Wisconsin developer there. And, it, you know, amusement parks, I think, are just such a good theme of things. I don't even really know how good the game will be, but it'll be fun enough. Mm hmm. Finishing out the list, Magnifix. Okay. Because oh. I guess I was attracted to it. Hey, yo. Hey. Um,
4: <laughs>
1: but, yeah, I, I like the idea of just using non conventional pieces in a game. And so mm-hmm. let's see how magnets yeah. fit. Let's see how that goes.
3: I, I just want to point out that. Not just in games. I think magnets are amazing and I love them. And basically everything that comes with a magnet in my life, I'm like, you know what? The magnet made that better. They have these little magnets that help that like snap your, your, you know what? I'm not going to talk about coffee anymore. But there's magnets in coffee. It's amazing. Okay.
0: I was thinking okay. of the uh, box you can get, like the long time of the dice game has a magnet shut box. Oh yeah. It's so, like it claps oh, shut. Oh, those That's are good. All. And the, I think maybe mm. the railroad ink boxes do that as well. It's very satisfying. Kingdomino dual box. My I'm watch has a, a lot.
3: My watch has a magnet that draws it onto its charger.
0: Oh and yeah. Charging magnets. It's and great. Some computers and tablets yeah, have those kind of. Yeah the, yeah, the thing yeah. I'm looking at
3: Adam's face on right now.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So pro magnets. Thank you for supporting them, Adam.
1: Yeah, definitely. And that I have nine dollars left over. I will be getting nine large cups of coffee from the Marathon gas station of bringing them, <laughs> them to Aaron. Oh,
3: I love that. Yeah. I love Honestly, that. Honestly, I I try to maintain like I don't care what you drink as long as I don't have to also drink it. Like I want you to drink what you like, and if Marathon coffee does it for you, you I, don't know,
1: be- I don't want it. That sounds terrible. But I'll bring it to you, and then you can do what you want with it. So oh, I'm not going to
3: just... drink the Marathon coffee. Oh, geez. Because
1: even if you saw someone just standing there dumping out nine cups of
3: Marathon coffee. I mean, that's what what would happen if you brought me nine cups of
0: (laughs) Marathon coffee. I'm glad you picked Gutenberg and Yak both. Those are ones that would have been on my list. Honestly, I had to get all those Cartographers expansion. I think Yak definitely would have been there instead of those. And for
1: anybody, before you start writing in and calling in and all that kind of stuff, and you say, Adam, why isn't Dog Lover on your list? I thought about this. Okay. I did not put it on my list for a reason. For the same reason that if someone came up to you and, like, gave you one of those hypothetical questions, it's like, hey, if your house is on fire, Mm -hmm. what five things would you grab? Mm -hmm. Right? And you'd be like, oh, uh... aaron and i would get you know some whatever you say for the things and at the end they're like well you never said yourself and you're like no you're not going to trick me That's how i feel about dog lover like of course okay. i'm being a dog lover it's just an assumed thing i have i don't need uh, to put on the list
0: so okay. dog lovers
1: of course there it's just part of Got it. my existence
3: in yeah, addition to that i
0: thought right. you were going to go
3: in a different direction i thought you were going to say that if there was a fire in your house and you got to pick five things to save, you didn't want a board game to have to be one of them.
1: Oh, no, I mean... Because you would love the board game would not be so much. You would love the board game so
3: much. Yes. like, well, I,
0: I've got to get Dog Lover the board game. What falls off the list? Well, you can also go with the idea that if you have legs and you're flammable, as Mitch Hedberg ah, says, ha, like... You're never you're not, blocking a fire <laughs> exit. You're not blocking the fire <laughs> exit. So, like, i got to get everybody with legs? I don't I don't know. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to episode 63. Be sure to subscribe to know when new episodes drop. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch at Variant Hex. We have a website and a blog at VariantHex.com, and you can email us at podcast at VariantHex.com. We've really had to hustle to get all these recorded and released before Gen Con, but we still need to do our monthly review episode in a few days, and we're trying to finish playing through our collection, and so many games got added to this list. So in short, it's been a busy month. As you may have noticed, we have no schedule. We just kind of drop episodes when we can. Usually that works out to an average of one a week, but we have really pushed that up uh, for the month of July. The next episode would have been our game of the month, but Adam and I did a lightning round of the 90-ish more games that got added to this list after we finished recording and got to this place in editing. If you're listening to these in reverse, you have 62 more episodes headed your way. 10 of those are going to be the Gen Con preview list. It's like a step off a metaphorical ledge as you high dive backwards through time, getting the whole thing in reverse. And that's all for now. Thank you so much for spending your time with us today.